I wanted to wait a bit more, but now I have no choice. Just watch. What do you think? It's podcasting perfectly. I wanted to find out how such simple hosts are moving in such complex ways. So I made my own podcast. I couldn't save Game Jazz. How unfortunate. However, my simple on twos started reviewing cartoons as if it were alive. I can't believe how quickly you came up with that. That's, that's legitimately brilliant. <laughs> I mean, I, I just scrubbed through the thing, looked at the subtitles, <laughs> Found the typed man. it up, change <laughs> words for podcast. And yet, oh God, it's so good. I fucking love that scene. That scene was so good. That scene sold me on the whole, like, B-moviness of it, to be honest. Like, up until that yeah. point, I was like, okay, this is a little hokey. And then that man started talking about how proud he was, and I'm like, Oh, of this it, is amazing. Just weird fish walker machine. Oh, of his fart boxes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's so many farts in this show. This, okay, let's 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 dive right into it. Uh, this week we watched Yo, Tokyo Fish Attack. Tokyo Fish Attack. Um, and you know what? Those fish, they attack Tokyo. So it you get what it says on the tin. Kind of. I feel like the fact that they attacked Tokyo was very low on the list of of things that like are important about the fact that the fish are there. Kind of. It's a bit um, of a bait and switch. Um, yeah, well, but it works. You are uh, you you with a story like this, you want to take it down to something more personal rather than just being like, here's the large scale view of all the shit that's happening. It's why like every Godzilla movie that we've made in like the last 20 years kind Focuses of comes down to yeah a person like, yeah yeah well and and it's also something junji ito so this is written by junji ito um acclaimed famous at this horror, point i think horror. master of horror yeah and um he does this with all of his all of his um his horror it like centers on a single protagonist who's experiencing this and it yeah like you said well it is the thing to do with horror so that we can personify it yeah um, well and Honestly, I we've both read the book, uh-huh. so I don't think that I think that discussing the book alongside of it is not that bad because hey, guess what? The book's actually accessible, and it's this true. cartoon uh, so we to had find. to yeah we had to yohar our way into this one. Yeah, you just like you can't buy it anywhere. There's no, it's not available yeah. on any streaming services. It. it barely exists it barely exists you can find trailers on youtube and that's about it do you know why it's so hard to find i have no clue like because the other thing is it's good like yeah it's it's well produced it's It's not like a schlocky and there's some bad versions of junji ito's work out there in animation Mm -hmm. and this is not one of them this is like pretty junji ito collection we're looking at you yeah i'm excited for the new one though but this is yeah this is excellent and like um you know as as we'll get into it. it there's there's some wacky wacky shit in here but uh, yeah there's some wacky shit there's some fan service like blah 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 it's it to just get it out of the way it was a little bit too horny for me it was yeah. a little much a lot of the time what you mean you didn't like the part where that girl was getting double teamed or the part where oh uh God. fucking the squid grabs yeah. her and puts it pill- puts her up in the air not 
and that's before that's just like completely staying within the mostly the realm of vanilla shit if you have fetishes this thing is like oh my god oh yeah i am i am imagining that there are some people who's this is their whole jam and and they're very mad that they can't buy it and they're very mad they can't buy it (laughs) junji Ito, let the people buy their let the people buy your weird fart porn (laughs) it's it is um i feel like you can't produce anything like this without you know, we, we there's this like prevailing theory about auteur works. I feel like this is one of those things that you cannot make without somebody at the helm being like, "No, more farts." <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this this story could be streamlined down so much more, and like the there's versions like um uh it, it actually really reminded me of like Cloverfield um the way uh, and maybe it was just inspired by but if you have you watched Cloverfield. No. Um, there's a, a part in it where uh, a number of like parasites fall off of the main monster and are like running around in the city sewers and in the the um the subway and shit like that. And I, having having rewatched or having re-experienced this, especially watching it in animation, I'm like, oh, those little shits were stolen straight out of this. Yeah. And I almost feel like this is that's the job of auteur works is to be fucking wacky and wild. And then get consumed and recycled back into other forms of media in more consumable forms in more coherent stories. Because, like, kind of, this thing yeah. is rich. It is so intense and like has so much random fucking nonsense. And like, it gets bored with the way that the plot is working ten times a second. And, and just yeah, launches. and just like <laughs> yeah, it goes hard one eighty. Yeah, uh, like. To to do a plot summary of this thing is kind of ridiculous, but I think we almost have have to do it simply by the fact that nobody can watch this. Maybe just read yeah. the book, I guess, if you wanted to get a real sense of the plot. But basically, we start off with our uh, three uh, women off on vacation in Okinawa. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Kauri. I can't remember their names. Uh, Kauri, Aki, and Erika. Oh, Kauru. Kauru. Kauru, Aki, and Erica. Um, they're off hang so you've got like the you got the one who has a boyfriend, you've got the uh like scene chick, and then you've got the uh normal the girl. Dumpy, yeah. Like <laughs> the one that we identify with. Yeah. Um for a time. Yeah, for a certain amount of time until she starts, you know, beating someone's head in with a fucking ashtray ashtray oh my god yeah i really like the character designs right off the bat like oh yeah uh super expressively designed like you get a lot of the sense of the characters right away from the the way that they're designed um and i think it's also uh, it felt like it was shortcutting a little bit like if you've watched any other anime just being like oh yeah this is these are the characters here's uh, you can intuit a lot mm-hmm. about their backstory even if they didn't have that like yeah you figure well them out in no time yeah it pretty well written dialogue too at the at the start of it to introduce you to the concepts they're going to be playing with here but it is well and another thing that i like is like this change to it from the book because it, mm-hmm. in the book it's a guy and his girlfriend and they're like fighting and they're the primary and, focus for the, they yeah, the whole book and like that relationship you never really get any understanding of why like why they're together in the first place <laughs> whereas you you these characters, and especially for yeah, like you said, and, and completely yeah, it's created totally new for the adaptation. 
is super believable and it, it really um tightens up the pacing i think for the movie format yeah i was impressed yeah by definitely um so they're into they're in okinawa they're hanging out they're just doing stuff uh some guys hit on erica uh and then they go back to the cabin that they're staying at and they're like oh stinky stinky yeah. um um how does aki smell everything immediately like she's got freaking golden retriever nose and is able to like 200 yards away be like something's rotten well and that yeah that's another thing that they're just pulling over from the um from the manga but yeah. they're putting it into this character as opposed to kaoru oh that's right they did split that up i didn't think about that um yeah they they basically were able to split the one female character from the manga into three here yeah i do which worked out nicely i really did um, I do appreciate how much lengths they went to to show that things are stinky in the form of animation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's like just waves of stench coming off of everything. They took the aesthetic of stink lines and turned it up to 9,000 and put it everywhere and covered like at some points it's like a transparency that overlays the entire screen that's like shifting and warping mm -hmm. around and it worked really well i thought actually to like yeah i i really like that in a lot of these scenes yeah uh, so uh they they get home it's stinky stinky uh they there's a fish monster like skittering around they so trap fast. it behind yeah yeah, it's great. It's terrifyingly fast. It moves. Uh, it's on screen for like a frame and a half every single time that it's on screen. Yeah, which initially they're kind of doing that whole Jaws thing where yeah. it's like, uh, just like just show it for a second. Um, and then it gets trapped behind an end table and Kaoru smashes the shit out of it. Crunch. Uh, and, that, and that's when we see that it's a fish with legs. Um, and the legs like, are like these. Mechanical like, legs. Yes spindly like they look like two knitting needles affixed to affixed together stuck into the yeah base so of a i fish. i sent you the picture of of the bug that these are based on uh it's called a cave cricket i think um i thought you were just sending to... me a cool bug to be honest i didn't make the connection <laughs> oh no so <laughs> the thing that these are based on is um when Junji Ito grew up, he grew up in a you know a board house like the yeah. the kind of house that they had in, in uh, Uzumaki, um, and they don't have uh, paved like paved basements there, mm -hmm. so they would have just you know soil basements yeah. as you're walking to the bathroom. So there would be these fucking bugs all over. Wow, like. These That's things. deeply horrifying. I I get why he is the way he is. Yeah. <laughs> How much of Japanese media is inspired, um, almost primarily because of the bugs that were encountered by the child by the creators as children? I don't. We certainly yeah, got quite Zelda. a bit. Yeah, we got Zelda. <laughs> we got Animal Crossing. Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon is is just like, hey, I liked collecting bugs. Let's do that as a cartoon or as a well cartoon and. Uh, yeah, and and I think video game Miyamoto said about Zelda, I liked wandering around the forest catching bugs, and I wanted to make a game that felt like that. Yeah. So yeah, he used to hang out in the caves behind his house. We need to get uh, kids to hang out with bugs again, so that good art yeah. keeps being made. We need to get kids in caves 
so that we can get more good art. Now you're talking. Yeah, no, no, they, no disagreements for me. Yep. They smash the fish monster. Um, and this is the first act it, of like throw real it violence in, a bag. in the. Yeah, you like actually see it. It like splats behind it. It is. It is. Uh, it's it, awesome. It it really <laughs> kicks it off because like this is yeah. this does not pull any punches and and th- this introduction of it I thought was very good and the animation is like very very effective um at conveying just how nasty and how like bloody this thing is it was oh it yeah was and, and they do a couple the only things that you've really seen of it in good contrast or in like good resolution before this yeah. are the eyes yeah and they play a lot with that like those dead fish eyes and um they because yeah they they the only other times that they previously showed it off were like having the dead eyes sit back in the in the the tree branches and stuff yeah um this does sort of get into we where we we kick off the uh, uh the story of the fish here and everything just like story-wise no longer makes logical sense after this instance and so I uh, think it's important yeah, it to pops say that to 11. and then yeah. like be like, cool, I'm I'm acknowledging that and not trying to, because I think a mistake that I made was trying to keep it, um, make Realistic. logical sense yeah. in any in any frame of mind. When it's like, no, that fish showed up, we're going to zero to 60 and like, pow, let's go. Yeah. And not only that, but like everything is in service to laying it out in like, um, in a in a sense of pacing and not in a way that anything would like actually um make sense or happen in sequence like everything is shown to the viewer step by step as we sort of go down this path um as it makes sense to do so from a pacing perspective and not as it makes sense from a like how how things happen in sequence perspective if that makes yeah. sense cuz like there's a, a random fish in the protagonist um uh like summer smash house. it throw smash it in it. a bag yep and then the bag you see the bag flying away yeah (laughs) with the gases and drips um one thing that i did like that they did very early here yeah much earlier than in the comic is having uh kauru be like hey i know what that smell is that's dead bodies yeah um because yeah in the manga it takes quite a while before and it's the scientist that reveals it which like it's like Everybody at least has a conceptual idea of what a dead body smells like. Yeah, well, and they keep calling it the death stench without, like, having that explanation for it. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. That was good. uh, Bag with the fish flies away. We see a lot of, like, turbulence in the water. And then we pop to the next day. Um, um, Where the two guys that were hitting on Erica in the bar or in the cafe come over because uh they're gonna have a three-way yeah they just get invited over like with with no um pretense other yeah other than we got this room over here yeah is that a thing that people do maybe it is probably i I can't tell if this is just i mean obviously somebody somebody in this world does but i can't tell if this is just jinji ito being a little bit of a perv i don't know how much involvement he had in this i wonder because there's there's not anything like it in the um in the there's book not directly. really anything like it in any of his books not really so or is it at, is it at like, least not in Uzumaki or Gyo no. I haven't read Tomia so is it like something that the producer is putting together just to like you know 
sell it a little to, bit more to or? do the classic like oh these this teen is horny that's yeah. why she gotta die yeah and like it makes sense from the like horror canon line of like falling into those tropes immediately and and just yeah because this with does them. this does play out a lot like a b horror movie yeah but um, anyway so anyway they start going at it and these two guys are like ooh, stinky stinky and then uh fucking shark jumps through the window and then a shark jumps through the window enormous legs a whole yeah. fucking shark is just a like i need to be in shark. here um and this is a terrifying scene there's there's no other way to describe it other than this thing like goes on a rampage gets stuck in a bunch of doorways yes yeah, gets stuck in a doorway them. it's over top of her it does yeah. um pull off of all of her clothes in a way that sucked yeah that was bad for me yeah not into that not into the whole, oh, well, now she's running around in her underwear with her makeup smeared. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, they get it to the second floor, kind of trick it into jumping out the window, and it appears to be dead. Very briefly, um, it does find a way to climb up and down stairs. And I don't know if anybody's ever tried to um, take a large couch up and down the stairs, but I found that to be the least feasible part of this entire movie, is the fact that it was able to... Um, round those corners well if your couch was cape I, I sharks actually i don't know if you've seen them in motion but they are uh, much more capable of uh, that was, bending that's before they couch. have a large um, metal tube strapped to their belly mm. so think about that well one. you know we don't we don't really understand these uh walker things <laughs> it's true um and then this is the one of the first times of many that the the movie just does like a hard cut to the next day. Yes. And everybody's like, uh-huh, that was weird, but I'm fine. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Now there's 600 million fish fucking all over the place. Yeah. So uh, they have made their major sense. So this is just like the, the, the introduce the fact that these things exist to the audience fish. And now they're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we basically get a, a media montage. Yeah. Just of, oh, uh, hey, there's all these fish. They're walking around all over the place. And they show Erica, like, pixelated, being like, oh, it attacked me. It was so like scary. On a news and then we cut to her being like, oh, this sucks. Why, yeah, why did they? My face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, we, well, we have to mention Tadashi at this point because that's when he, like, kind of gets attacked. Yeah. Kaoru's on the phone with him, and then he has to stop his car, and he's like, oh, what's that thing? And then I assume you would just hear, like, crashing noises, and ah! then the phone hangs up. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. stereotypical horror movie you, shit. You all know what to expect. Um. So, yeah, then Erica's all angry about how they pixelated her face, so she's not going to become internet famous or whatever. Uh, When when was this released? Like 2000... uh, 2012. So I guess becoming internet famous is still kind of a good thing then. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, there's very much, in light of last year's whole shit, yeah. then it's it's very much, I'm watching this and being like, man, you just have like mobs in the street that are like, no, the fish don't exist. <laughs> what are you talking Those about? Those aren't real. <laughs> That's... That's a dog. This does sort of kick off the um the the very swingy reaction slash 
underreaction to the fact that there are six million fish walking in the streets. Like, yeah, um, no, nobody cares most of the time. Well, and there's there's this weird like any main characters just seem to have intrinsic like plot armor. Like, yeah. just I we are main characters, so the fish don't come after us. Well, and not just that, but it, like I think the fish randomly go after people like they'll there'll be sequences where the fish are like oh yeah it's time to kill some dudes and kill a bunch of people in the street and then the next scene are like people being like oh man these fish are such an inconvenience for my my work commute there's no like escalation of the fish being more and more violent or like having a, a real agenda that's shown even as we like learn more about what they what they're doing and and what their intentions are they don't they don't really coincide to the things that were shown on screen in any meaningful way it's just like although it is vaguely prescient because last year there was a whole lot of like oh well there's this like everyone's dying all all hope is lost anyway this thing's kind of messing up my work commute yeah and (laughs) so and and that is like extremely how humans be I'm, I'm like, not denying that. It seems that. unrealistic when you're <laughs> looking at it in a movie, but then it happens in real life and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, people would just be mad that they can't get coffee on the way to work. <laughs> or that the, the the airport is like delayed or whatever. My yeah. my only my only frustration with it is that basically it's like unless we're currently paying attention to the fact that the fish are killing people, the fish don't seem to be doing anything. Like the fish aren't taking actions off screen, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I kind of don't like the plot armor yeah. thing. Anyway, um, she gets on a plane. Yeah, she gets on a plane. <laughs> she meets a reporter. The reporter's like, hey, we should, you, you know that guy? Okay, well, we should, uh, we should hang out. Anyway, time to land the plane. And then the runway is covered in fish and they've had like crash land yeah the the plane is like sideways on fire like everybody's freaking out and then they jump cut to them just being in the airport like man that is wild huh let's never talk about that again yeah it's there's a lot of or they're at two scenes in a row i guess they could have like kind of escalated on it more the whole concept of uh transportation with this yeah where but i don't know that i would want a third scene of um just her driving and no i don't want that car getting smashed um and they Um, specifically say like yeah uh, driving has been banned and so the only way to get around now is is the train i did like there was a scene inside of the the plane where they had like a, a map of japan showing the the route of the plane that was really grounding i like oh that. yeah that was very cool um yeah that was really cool i just yeah i i'm like fighting in myself internally because like the the airplane crash was awesome and like super well done i thought as far as b-movie schlock but it didn't like contribute to anything or add anything other than the fact that they got to put an airplane crash in there well and same thing with the subway crash yeah so, but I I think that was yeah just put in there so that they could get some sakuga in there and like get some cool animation. Yeah. So they did that. They they then got on a train and then hit more fish on the tracks and derailed the train. Um, when yep. they learned that transportation is not the answer. Um, in the meantime, back at the cabin, uh, 
Erica's turned into a fart monster. Yeah. And she's like just trouncing around in her bathing suit, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, very angry about the fact that she's a fart monster now. Understandable, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it's, I would it's real gross. Monster. Yeah. Um, and uh, she gets into an argument with Aki and um, it very quickly, um, very, very quickly devolves and um, they start fighting. It gets extremely violent very quickly. They like grab yeah. each other's faces. Well, and, and there's a there's a mirrored scene where so earlier um, Erica was kicking Aki in the face while trying to like get away from her. Yeah. And in this scene... Aki's doing the same thing to Erica. So it is kind of a just her being like, oh, well, now now I have the power because you're the fart monster. So now I'm the hot one and I get to I'm hotter than do you the because shit you're the fart monster. That, yeah, I get to do the shit to you that you were doing to me. Now I am the violence. Yeah. And then, you know, Erica attacks her and then Aki smashes her head in with a... Uh, with an ashtray yeah and it's a very good scene it's where intense they're cutting yeah they're cutting between that and like dead fish eyes just kind of looking on at them yeah man it was it was like um and, and i think might be the only bit of like human violence like human on human violence in the whole thing and it is it uh, is rough there's like cop violence but it's not nearly as rough i have to I'm going to hold my tongue here. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, the cops aren't beating people's heads in. They didn't give the cops a bunch of ashtrays. Just go like, you can handle this. The Japanese cops. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so that, that was intense. And I can't remember. What do we, what do we cut to after that? Um, well, there's an intercut between that and like the, the subway crash and them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, getting out of there the uh oh at some point in one I, of these scenes there's just a pan fish like one of the the very flat fishes uh oh. walking around and i just saw a single one of them and i'm just imagining the animator getting to to do a single pan just fish. being like yeah <laughs> this is what i ca- this is what i signed up for yeah that's um great. so actually before like before that head smashing in scene is the intercut where we have the the shark chasing Kaoru and the reporter and the um the squid scene. Yeah. And then they steal a truck. Very briefly. Right. Uh and it cuts from from the smashing the head in scene to Oh. It's also notable that the last thing that Aki says there is I wonder where Erica and Kaoru went. Yeah. Um because because her mind is broken now. Yeah. Uh, um, they go. They go to this the the perimeter right between. Yeah, um, that's when they're cities. trying to get to Odaiba. I gotta say that's a lame ass perimeter. It's just like six dudes standing at a bridge. Hey, but you know what? They kept one teenage girl from getting, getting over that bridge <laughs> so for no reason. It's pretty effective. Yeah, they did their jobs. Where did they even go after that? Uh, we have that. The scene of like the cult, it's like another media montage. Yeah, 
And then they go to the reporter's apartment uh, and look stuff right. up on the internet. That's when they find out about the uh, the professor, who's probably the best character in this. He's so good. Like, um, oh yeah. At one point, at one point, Tadashi says his name is Tadashi, right? No. Yeah. That's yeah, that's Tadashi. the name of the boyfriend. I can't oh, remember uh, the name of Professor. Uh, not the not the professor. Um, what's the name of the reporter guy? Because he like becomes important. He does become like our second lead. Yeah. Anyway, he says what I think is like one of the theses of the film because it like it is it is difficult to parse out all all of the things that um the producers and that Junji Ito believe and are, yeah. are outputting in this in the form of art here, but. Uh, he does say, what's the point of an information society if we can't be sure of anything? And it felt like a bit yes. of a thesis to me. Like, Which is, who boy, that that line has... Uh, turned salient. <laughs> yeah, that's become more and more prescient as time goes on. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so they, they want to go to Tadashi's apartment and, and look for him. Well, they want to go to his uncle's apartment. Or, yes, yes. Because that's where he was working in Suganami, um, and so they do. Yeah, I, I'm still not clear on like what his job was. Like, uh, he's some kind of sound engineer, but he's supposed to be like recording nature sounds, I guess. Yeah, that's that's what I got from it. And he was like, his uncle was like almost completely unrelated, but he was helping his uncle record a video. Yeah, yeah. So they they so go then, to his uncle's apartment yeah. and find like a. Uh, a video called walkingfish.mov, I think. <laughs> yes, exactly. And uh, on it is Tadashi and his uncle. And they are just like, hey, what's up? Uh, Hello, here is my arm. Here's my my arm, arm is in this fucking machine. Uh, it turns out that my arm is farting a whole bunch now because it's got germs inside of it. And that's fueling the machine. How cool is that, guys? Pretty cool, this huh? Slaps. And so we kind of get our whole backstory on what these what these walking fish are. Right. Um, yeah. Enlighten the people. Okay. So in Okinawa in World War II, the uh, there were a bunch of well, not Nazi, but Japanese scientists were who were the people working with the nazis and you know very much along the same just think nazis mm -hmm. like basically um they discovered a germ that made this death stench and of course the first thing that they thought was weapon how do we weaponize this <laughs> so they started putting it in dogs and shit and sending dogs over to uh just piss and fart you can make and, a gun out of this. Yeah, gross out people. Um, but then the dogs started dying, so they were like, oh, well, this doesn't work. We need to make some kind of bizarre nightmare walking machine to put a dead dog in so that it can fart all of this gross gas at people. Yeah, because the problem is they can't move once they start being gas monsters. Well, they, they can't move when they're dead. Right. Yeah. Um, so they make these things... They put him on a boat. The boat sinks around Okinawa. Um, I can't remember and why. Yeah, that's uh, because it got sunk by the American army. Ah, that'll do it. We shot it down. Good for us. Um, yeah. Woohoo, go America. I like that it's still a little bit the Americans' fault. <laughs> kind of? <laughs> kind of. It's the Americans' fault that it happened this late. Yeah. 
because it obviously would have just happened earlier if they just released these things. Although I guess the the assumption has to be that the machines were replicating at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, because there's a because there's a line. There's the no way it. that they made that many. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, also, this is intercut, and I really liked their use of intercutting scenes yeah, here. It was all quite good. and like intercutting between. Kaoru and Aki um just like so in this scene we're through the streets yeah we're intercutting between like this explanation of what the fish monsters are and Aki who is now being chased by Erica the fart monster who has been uh grabbed by one of those by one of the walking machines you say grab because um she pirouetted into yeah kind of (laughs) yeah she was like spinning around and then she drops into it yeah um and yeah it becomes a little clear now that what what's happening with these things is the fish are not alive the fish are dead the fish are rotting on there and creating gases as they rot because of the, the because of the germ yeah Eventually, the fish explode, and then the thing can't move around until it latches onto another host, in this case a human, in a lot of other cases, cats, dogs, whatever. Anything that's been infected by the germ. So, like, I don't think we mentioned earlier, but um, the reason why Erica turned into a monster is because she got scratched by the shark, and that uh, infected her with the fart germ. Yeah, and Aki was also Aki also got scratched. Yeah. Like kind of everyone got scratched. Yeah, but nothing has happened to um, her yet. Yeah, Kaoru got scratched too. Nothing has happened to her yet. Nope. Um, but yeah, it does. Uh, it does make you realize, hey, um, you know, all these these fish they explode after like maybe a couple days. So like, you know, if everyone had just stayed inside for like two weeks at the beginning of this thing Really waited it out you know yeah just just really you know been had a little bit of discipline and not been like oh i need to go out and go to shows i need to go to the sturgis rally then it really just wouldn't it would not be the thing that it is but will we gotta go to the sturgis rally like yeah we say that as though it's an option i gotta gotta go with my motorcycle yeah you get it you get it you get it you get it so then everybody goes to the sturgis rally yep uh sorry just scoping all right so now we're at the best scene well like the two best scenes in a row yeah so so I, I think that they're the two best scenes in a row. Yeah, agreed. It's the, the scene with Erica looking down on Aki, who has fallen into, like, the fish a, pot. Pit, a pit of, like, sardines that are <laughs> that <laughs> with, all have these tiny little machines tiny, on them. Tiny, tiny walkers. And it has just the visual of it is amazing. Yeah, it's truly buck wild. And we cut from that. To they finally find Tadashi. He is in who is a yeah, different kind fart of monster, walker, but is already a fart monster. Mm-hmm. And he's in his own special walker that his uncle made for him, and his uncle is uh, completely nuts. <laughs> his uncle is completely nuts, but in the way of like in, in like that B movie scientist way. Yeah, exactly. That's so good. 
and him being completely deranged in this way is actually awesome and i do think like contributes to a lot of the ideas of the um of the core movie being like uh, it does seem like uh junji is a, is a little bit anti-technology or like uh is a is a bit of like a i don't want to say luddite but but a little bit of that like we're we're going a little bit too far with this technology thing yeah maybe may i mean it yeah kind of feels like that or there's also some like feeling that some like it there's some reminiscing of like ai a little bit in this or or like you know the jurassic park yeah they it's got those the kind thing of feels to see if they could rather than to see whether rather than thinking whether or not they should exactly because this dude Which, is so fucking jazzed about the fact yeah that, that guy is, is still this guy is just that line taken to its logical extreme yeah um uh so he starts making Tadashi move around, and he's like, yo, check this shit out, it's the fucking coolest! And then it stabs him through yeah. the chest, and he's like, oh, take me, Mr. Reporter Man, take take me to my shed where I can die happily. I um, wonder why. I right. I wonder why he There's wants no to explanation go to the for shed. That. So then we cut to Kaoru just kind of walking around outside, and... She finds the human fart monster walker uh-huh. hybrid things, and she sees a soldier shooting at them, and she's like, you can't shoot them, they're people. Well, because it's specifically Tadashi. Was it Tadashi? It was. There? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. he was shooting at Tadashi. Yeah. Um, Tadashi gets fucked up over the next couple scenes. Yeah, Tadashi kind of runs away, and then the, like, gigantic walker thing comes up, which... I don't feel as though it was quite as explained in this as it was in the comic. Yeah. Where the there are like these huge ones that in the ocean had whales on them and shit like that. And so um, them on land now to fill the mass are like accumulating like 20 fucking people into them. Yeah. And they're using the gas which has ghosts in it. Yeah. I'm under the impression. Yeah. Um gas ghosts. Like the the germs are ghosts. Yeah. I guess. Or have uh, like the ability to to channel them of some kind or something. I yeah. don't know. It it's not entirely clear, but you know It loses the, the plot metaphor a little bit kind in a fun of there. Way. Yeah. But just in a fun way. So it's like pulling pulling in uh fart monster humans with the gas. And then we get we get to go to the circus. And we go to the circus. Which, good God. So I, I read the book <laughs> for the first time uh, Tuesday. And when I was reading it, like when, when I finished it, I'm thinking like, okay, if I were to adapt this, then where would I, like, what, what would I change? Would and literally my first thought is like, yeah, you could get rid of the circus. That's kind of like just wacky and pointless. <laughs> I mean, if you are ascribing to that notion, everything in this movie is wacky and pointless. Like this, this is, and this is sort of what I meant. Of like, this thing is is deeply deranged through and through in a way that oh, is yeah. like that that like slaps as long as you're cool with that. <laughs> and I think the circus, like the like the scientist being like, isn't this fucking sweet? The the circus is like a commitment to that bit of being like. The circus is just like, it's such a hard left turn, and 
So literally it's, in the middle of the city street is a yeah, giant and you're, tent. It's also like five minutes out of your hour 10 run time. <laughs> and it's like in the last, what, 20 minutes? In, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's in, it's starts off the last 20 minutes. Yeah. It is a commitment. So, and I respect it. Yeah. I mean, looking back on it, that it's like, yeah, I do like this scene. It's good. So <laughs> there's this dude who has started his gas circus where he has uh people like people in clown costumes playing wind instruments by expelling the gas like boop 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 uh and just being like look they have some the gas has some form of consciousness on its own it wants to make music the gas likes to doot doot yeah any Um, questions (laughs) no all right watch this guy breathe fire via the gas and that's when you like it becomes a lot easier to see all the ghosts in the gas when it's on fire but not on camera just right just the humans can see it which because it's like vampires yeah but it's also very very cool it's also very Um, cool it's one of those like it looks so cool it's like it looks as though it's painted with like extremely what's the it's like wet brush oil paint where it's all oh yeah blending together and amazing oh and i you mentioned the not being able to see it on film and i think that that's playing into that whole thing of like oh with an information technology or with an information society okay well you can't even see this via the information so it's kind of you have to experience this for yourself to actually understand it which they also say a couple times yeah that's pretty interesting Uh, and it is kind of like that is how you need to experience a virus yeah kind of and unless you have a conceptual understanding of what viruses do to human beings right exactly so anyway then he brings out tadashi on the new walker and he's like take a look at the this it's a modern walker and then Tadashi sees the reporter and Kaoru hanging out, seems to get mad about it, blasts Dookie on all of the circus workers. Yeah, he's got a um doo-doo cannon. He's got a doo-doo cannon just built right in, huh? Yeah. Like they made that for him specific. Yeah. His I... uncle was like, you know what? You're gonna need a doo-doo cannon. There's no way that <laughs> my limited time and resources. It's a tough world out there. I need to give my nephew a shit gun. Yep. It's a tough world out there, so we're going to give you this, like, I I have to assume that it works like one of those potato guns. Yeah. Like the pneumatic potato guns. Yeah. But it's just plastic shit. It's ridiculous. It's like, it's it's truly ridiculous. Um, yeah. So Tadashi, due to blast people, yeah. gets, gets free, runs outside, and then all of the old style walkers are really mad that he's there this guy i hate this guy they're like man this guy's a jerk and i do like how they kind of break up the visual because it's a lot of humans yeah but then there's also there's also a cow and a shark (laughs) the cow and the shark are so good yeah so they just tear him apart yeah rip him to pieces and this is another one of those scenes where um Kaoru and the reporter are like, oh my god, why is this happening? And like, they're like what getting the fuck carried is going by on? a billion fish. And like, there's no way if these if these fish were actually committed to murdering um 
Yeah, that they wouldn't they murder, wouldn't murder them. them. But then we just do another jump cut, and they're like sitting on a park bench, like, damn, yeah. it really sucked watching my uh, fart monster boyfriend get cut up by all wow. those other fart monsters. Good thing that we got out of there and somehow got a jeep. Yeah. And a boat. Yeah. Anyway, time to go on this boat over to the other bigger boat. Except not it's, me. Except not me, because I got scratched. And now I'm going to become a big uh, fart monster, too. Sucks, man. Yep. And then they show the fart monsters, like, taking over the Eiffel, the Eiffel Tower and the Taj Mahal and uh, Hong Kong. Um, yeah, it's Fart Monster and then City. some Onion Spire thing. I assume that this is St. Petersburg. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's... And Kaoru talks to some sailor Ooh. about how, hey, Earth is stinky now. And it will never not be stinky. And he's like, yeah, man, it, it sucks so bad that the earth is going to be stinky forever now. I wish that wasn't the case. Anyway, <laughs> we found out that these walkers weren't actually made by humans. Isn't that weird? Right? Weird, huh? Huh. That's super bizarre. Anyway, that's the end anyway, of the movie now. Here's <laughs> <laughs> that uncle is flying over in a fart in his fart plane. Oh, God, that's right. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So the reporters stayed on shore. Yeah, they end with the fart plane flies by (laughs) and the recorder just fucking laughs. He, like, looks at it and is like, okay, yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. So that's what the the scientist was doing, going to the shed, is evidently. And you know, you know that because he gave Tadashi the fucking doo-doo cannon that he's got, like, doo-doo bombs and fucking... His own, like, doo-doo machine gun. This is the evolution of humanity, really. Yeah. So, and that's that movie. Yeah, that's the end of the movie. Everyone's dead, Earth stinky. What else they is do, there? They do manage to put it all in a much more... It, it's just stuff like, I wonder if that stench of death will ever vanish. <laughs> Instead of, you know, the World way that stinky. we're putting it, which is uh, Earth stinky forever. Yeah, I'd like to remind everyone that at the start of this, we were like, man, this is a pretty good movie, huh? <laughs> I, I mean, I like it. I like it too. No, I, I like it quite a bit. That's what I mean. I'm just reminding you that, uh, that, that despite how we're phrasing things now a little bit sardonically, that this was uh good and fun yeah um, is it, good is it fun enjoyable good animation aside from like there's a couple there bits was, where they used 3d in kind of a mediocre way there was also one scene specifically where like the reporter is pulling kauru away from the bridge and they pull out and like all of oh, the scaling yeah. was off. like a, that was one that i noticed but that's you there know there was another one, city shot, one and, shot. Like, everything was burning and it like um sort of rolled up and the perspective is totally broken there for some reason like nothing made sense yeah. but i don't know it, but, it didn't impact anything yeah overall it's an hour 10 yeah uh, and you can't watch it sorry read the book i guess too bad yeah. honestly i i enjoyed this more than the book i thought so too yeah i think it had better pacing i i yeah and it didn't junji ito does very good like his short stories are so good um I really and like I guess Uzumaki's also very good. You know, if you're um, going to make a magnum opus. Yeah, but this one, the book kind of peters out towards the end. It it does the same thing uh, as this, where it is like trying to communicate like two dozen ideas all at the same time, except in book format, and it's much slower about it and feels right. less like 
like in the B movie format, it kind of works because you're just like, okay, we're going hard, we're going hard. We're yeah, going it's hard. Like, frenetic. It's, yeah, it's moving the whole fucking time. So I really, enjoy yeah, that. when it's when it's a book, then it kind of takes a bit longer. So anyway, go go pirate this movie. Yeah, I guess. Can we advocate that? I I do. There's no I, there's when no it's other something way to get that it. there's no you can't buy yeah. it. Yeah. There's no way to get this thing. You go to the Amy from... website and they're like, you can buy it here. And it links to a dead page. Like, you can stream yeah. it here. It links to a dead page. It sucks. There's no official channels. Yeah. It's interesting how, um, like, there's it, it, there's a lot of media out there that I feel like is kind of um, impossible to get back uh, without, like, third-party, questionably legal ways, means of, of acquiring it. Well, and that's come up a lot in, like, the video game space, too. Yeah, exactly. Just because, you know, like, P.T. Yeah. Let, can't fucking yeah, play that let's game talk anymore. about P.T., because fucking Junji Ito worked on that, too. Yeah. Hey, that's an in. Wait. Yeah. Well, this that's isn't a, a video segue game podcast. Right there. Well, we can't talk about video games on the podcast. Um, I thought we... Well, we'll have recorded the fourth episode of uh, the history thing where we intrinsically have to oh, take away that restriction. Let's go. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, we can talk about video games. Yeah, so uh, PT, for those of you who aren't aware, is short for Playable Teaser. It is a, a video mm-hmm. game made by Hideo Kojima and um, Junji Ito alongside a number of other people. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo, it, in it is um it is and it, I'm amazing not, i'm still not clear like what work junji ito did on it but yeah I mean, yeah it, it's this like you're just walking through a hallway repeatedly the same hallway and it's spooky as all hell it's one of the scariest games i've ever played yeah it's awesome and now you can't get it because sony aside from illegally sony was asked to take it off because um because Konami so hideo kojima hideo. left yeah konami so the game itself was never gonna get made because it was a playable teaser for silent hills plural yep which god i I just want that meeting to be where hideo kojima walks into the boardroom and writes silent hill and then puts an s on there (laughs) and everyone's like oh my god oh my god (laughs) um but but relevant to what we're talking about you just can't you can't play this anymore uh, unless you have a um was it just on playstation 4 playstation 3 i can't was, remember anymore. yeah ps3 and ps4 and you have yeah. to have one of those consoles that you haven't updated since they took it off the um off, off the, the, market. the market yeah there are ways to play it like illegally yeah you can like you can like pirate it and get a um like get a, a copy of it and and like sideload it onto a, a cracked PS3 or something, but um, I believe people have also modded it, like figured out ways to play it on computer. Oh, that's cool. Good for um, good for them. But like but, that becomes yeah. the way that that like all this media needs to be consumed, and it's like you know from the 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 like way of thinking about it is like all of these paintings that are out here uh, get to be hung up in museums, get to be archived, but when it's intellectual property that is owned by a single company they have complete control over whether or not this art gets to continue to exist in the world in a lot of cases yep. and that's like that kind of suck yeah it's kind of like we we recently got the news about the 
the new Super Mario Brothers movie, the whole yeah. casting thing oh, with and the old Chris movie. Pratt as Mario. The old movie isn't available anywhere. Yeah. I'm going to have to go to a store and try and find a DVD of it. Right. Or like, um, I got a VHS, or not I, but my buddy Gunner has a VHS copy of it. So Nice. Yeah. Shout out Gunner. But yeah, like, and maybe a month ago, I think, it was on Netflix. Uh-huh. I just didn't have the the time to watch it at the time. And now you never get to. Yeah, and now it's like, it's just gone. It's not an accessible piece of media. Sorry. And that sucks. Kind of the downfall of our whole streaming culture. Yeah. So watch out, people. There's nothing you can do about it, like all of our other modern problems. Um, yeah. No means of interacting with this, um, but you do have to be aware of it, like like us now, and you have to think about all the things that are important to you, and how and, and how you can get them as either physical media or save them onto your computer. Yeah. So save this podcast. Yep. Um, because we will be uh, deleting it almost entirely at random. Just yeah, as soon as, as anybody soon decides as, they like yeah. it. Yeah. If anyone like offers us any amount of money, then Kaboom. that's we we will sell out just at the drop of a hat. Text if me they if you offer want me a hat. <laughs> they offer if, if they, will a hat, if they give me this. a trucker hat. <laughs> if they give me a Konami branded trucker hat, and yeah. I will sell this whole Hell fucking yeah. thing. If you give me a patch, I'll do it. Yeah. Man. Uh, any any takeaways? Uh, I, so many. It's unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> like I really like this movie. It's very good, and people should watch it. Go fucking pirate it. I guess. Yeah. It's ethical. It's ethical. I've I've stated that that is ethical. Taking a hard line stance here. Mm-hmm. Other than that, this has been on twos. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. And big thanks to the composer of our theme, Miles Morkery, and to Bernadette Meeker, the artist for our thumbnail. We're on twos pod on twitter.com. Our website is ontoos.club. You're the best. Good night. Good night.